our places, our people. These are our stories. Welcome to Our Stories. These are the podcasts where we give you the story of the iconic businesses that you know and love in our part of the world, but you may not know their story and you may not know where they're going next. And that's why we do what we do now. And we are today talking about heritage. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the changing names around that. But many of you would know exactly what I mean when I say heritage. So let's just start there. Peter Locke is the current CEO and joins me for this podcast. Uh, Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Lee. Okay, let, let's talk about that. We'll get to the, the latest iteration of the name, but let's let's go back because originally, of course, before it became the Heritage Bank, it was Building Society and it started, uh, I believe, 1875 as the Toowoomba Permanent Building Society. So the history in this part of the world is quite extraordinary. It is, Lee. It's actually one of the oldest uh, continuous banks in Australia. Not the oldest, but it's certainly up there in the top 10. So Toowoomba Permanent Building Society, founded in 1875. So we've got a significant anniversary uh, coming up in just a couple of years. Now, I something I didn't realise until I started doing some research for this podcast is that at one stage there were actually two building societies running alongside each other. In 1897, the Darling Downs Building Society launched. Correct. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and it has great success. So over, you know, 20 odd years or longer, the two building societies ran alongside each other, which I had no idea about. They, they did. And uh, this is uh, a bit of the history of banking in Australia, really, because in regional um, uh, cities, and other places, uh, major banks at that stage weren't servicing those clients and credit was extremely hard to come by. So those building societies grew out of a need in the market that wasn't being fulfilled by other major trading banks at that stage. So it's the birth of cooperative or mutual, uh, banking still uh, alive and well today and growing but uh, born out of regions like Toowoomba. And Mm. so the Darling Downs uh, Permanent Building Society and Toowoomba Permanent Building Society coexisted uh, in Toowoomba up until 1981 when uh, they merged to become the Heritage Building Society. Okay. I believe at one stage there, the Toowoomba Permanent Building Society, its head office was on the corner of Russell and Neal Streets, which is pretty much where we are. Correct. (laughs) Um, And we still have the, uh, the opening... Um, plaque from yeah. that building over in Ruthven Street at the moment. Okay. Oh, isn't that fantastic? I didn't know that either. So, and it was there for 43 years. I mean, that's, you know, absolutely decades, which is just incredible. I, and then it was, uh, I believe, in 1971 when you move uh, to uh, to Ruthven Street. So that's when, you know, we, we get the iteration that we sort of know of today. 1981. 1981. 1981. 1981. Uh, those two organisations merged to become then yes. Heritage Building Society. Okay. So it's a great example of two organisations coming together, much like we've just done recently. But changing a name and creating a new entity yeah. um, that we know and love as Heritage. I wonder, do you have any idea of the history of the name, why they came across that from Toowoomba Permanent Building Society and Darling Downs Building Society? They decide on a name like Heritage as opposed to taking one of the two names or uh, whatever, I, I guess maybe a nod to the heritage of what it was. I think there there is a lot of mythology around okay, who, came up, that. <laughs> who came up with that name now. And uh, there is a few people that claim that that was their idea. Um, I'm not too sure that we actually do know the the uh, the hundred percent truth, 
But if you remember um, that Heritage used to have a, sort of a gate symbol. Yes, um, I do remember that. that. Apparently, that had um, Heritage Building Society with the B on one gate yes. and the S on the other. Uh, that was designed, I believe, by the then chairman, Brian Carter, okay. uh, designed that. And that logo was there uh, up until only recently yep. when we took a, a view to uh, modernize the brand a little uh, into the uh, what were the current heritage colors. Yes. And the modernization of what you've done, I mean, it's extraordinary. We'll talk more about some of the initiatives uh, that have come about there. I Also, just along the history lines, as, as the uh, heritage uh, name starts to expand, you start to expand into the rest of the region. And, and I believe that the first of those would have been Crow's Nest uh, to the north. Well, um, we, we've done uh, a lot of expansion out of the original heritage capture um, into places like Crow's Nest, but then out further uh, to Nanango, we yes. go as far as Bundaberg yep. now uh, to the north, um, and recently uh, into New South Wales. But in that, uh, in the 80s, that expansion, 80s and 90s, that expansion sort of became a, a little bit of what I'd say a semicircle. Okay. Um, so more in Brisbane. Uh, up the the north coast, the south coast, and then the the ring around the Darling Downs and out uh, as far as Dolby. So there is a, a nice sort of semicircle capture yeah. in the southeast, and then recently um, extending that down into the south uh, to um, uh, just um, south of Coolangatta, yes, and into the Tweed, and now Sydney. Um, under the heritage brand. So, uh, we did that a few years ago. So again, trying to get that national presence, uh, back out into the market. Fantastic. The change then in 2011 to become the heritage bank. I mean, what is the significance there for those that, you know, not in the industry going from heritage building society to heritage bank? Well, Firstly, um, there is no change of what we do as far as we're a mutual, we're customer owned and yes. we always have been and always intend to be. Um, but at that stage in 2011, that was just coming off of the global financial crisis. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. And there was a, a realization as it still is that a lot of people don't actually understand what a building society is yeah. or for that matter, a credit union is. We are regulated in exactly the same way as every other major bank in Australia. That's part of having a banking license. It's part of being what we call an authorised deposit institution, which means that we can take money and hold it for deposits. Yes. Um, now, we are regulated in the, exactly the same way as the Commonwealth Bank, ANZ, anybody else. We've got the same regulations. Um, but the knowledge of what we are uh, as a bank and operating as a bank, we thought was going to be a stronger proposition to people realising that those same protections exist, mm -hmm. uh, the same regulation exists, your money is as safe and secure in a building society, credit union or a bank, but it's a lot easier to market it that way okay. uh, as a bank. So we, we took that view and in 2011 changed that from Heritage Building Society to Heritage Bank. And that... Uh, at that stage made us the largest mutual bank um, in Australia. That's absolutely fantastic. And here's this success story, you know, born in this part of the world and then 
few years later, by 2018, you start taking it outside of Queensland for the very first time, uh, which, you know, is uh, just an amazing uh, achievement to be able to now open a branch in New South Wales. I think Castle Hill might have been there, the first one outside of Queensland. Correct. Yeah, we've got Castle Hill, Macquarie Park and Parramatta yes. uh, in New South Wales. My and old stomping grounds where yeah. I was born and bred oh, really? in that part of the world. So yeah. that's why I'm a long-suffering Parramatta supporter. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so um, it's, a, it's a big, big it's part a, of Sydney. You know? It is. It's a mm. huge part of Sydney. Mm. It's a growing part of Sydney. So we did our demographic analysis of that. Um, and we, we put those three sites in, they're sort of a triangle in Sydney. They're commutable, um, for, to move our staff around. They're probably a 20 minute, um, drive between each of, of those sites, but they're quite different demographics Yes, and we have different products and different uh, demographic in our branches as well. Yep. Um, different language uh, abilities in those branches, um, be, reflecting the, the different demographics that exist between Parramatta and Castle Hill and Macquarie Park. Yeah. So some of those branches do well in deposits. Some of those branches do well in lending. It depends on where, where they are. And we, we modify the business, adjust the business or calibrate the business uh, accordingly. You then start the process with the People's Choice Credit Union in 2021. So we're talking before about, say, you know, building societies, credit unions, uh, say People's Choice Credit Union, and uh, and the possibility of, of a merger. And then within 12 months, the announcement was made that that would be the case. And, and obviously, there must have been a lot of discussion uh, around making sure that you had the right fit if you were going to merge with somebody, because you seem very intent on keeping the heritage, to, for want of a better word, of this institution that has been created here. Correct. Um, now, mergers um, aren't ever easy to do. No. And the only reason <laughs> that they work is if you get the culture right. And People's Choice had a culture almost identical to Heritage. It was roughly the same size. So Heritage was slightly bigger. And really, you're getting uh, what was then the number two or three merging with number four. Yeah. Um, and together as a merger of equals that made the largest, um, mutual in the country at 23, nearly $24 billion now it makes us the 10th largest domestic bank uh, in the country. So looking at, uh, the opportunity for, uh, people's choice, which is a, a great strong brand, really well respected, uh, in, Adelaide yes. uh, and in the Northern Territory, and it was moving into Melbourne, where our brand, Heritage, was really well respected in Queensland, moving into New South Wales. So there was this really nice- Wonderful, sympathetic um, idea to bring it all yeah, together, to, isn't it? to bring yeah. it together. And, and that creates uh, the, the largest uh, mutual bank with representation across Northern Territory, Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, and South Australia through 95 branches. We've got 2,000 employees, uh, $23 billion in assets. Um, it's a really great story about bringing um, two great brands, but this this proposition of mutual banking, customer-owned banking, to the nation. Yes. And nobody has really been able to do that before. That's our quest. That's, that's what we see to bring... Everything that's good about heritage, everything that was good about people's choice, but stop hiding uh, your light under a bushel and make it known that there is a true alternate out there for Australians that don't want to bank 
with one of the listed banks. Well, I have no uh, commercial agreement uh, with the organisation. I'll make that clear up front. But as I've said many times on my show, I am a customer and have been uh, for many, many years with my mortgage uh, and our banking. And look, uh, personally, my experience has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, And I particularly get a giggle when, you know, you ring when you've got something you need to ask about. You get a local, which I think is just extraordinary in this day and age. And then they ask me what the secret sound is, uh, which I I, I find quite funny. Uh, but uh, but it just shows you what you're dealing with there, and uh, it is a very different experience to what you will find in other organisations, I can assure you of that. So now the announcement has been made that there will be a new trading name. That's only just happened in November. Uh, and the new name, People First Bank. That's right, yeah. Look, I know uh, people love their brands. I know that people love heritage, and I also know that people love people's choice. Um, but making that change was purposeful. We did make it very, very clear when we were merging that it wasn't our intention to keep both brands. Uh, that's expensive. It's very difficult to do. But there's also a very strong rationale as to why we did it. And it goes back to my previous comments. You know, the, the um, aspects of uh, mutual banking or customer-owned banking, they are really, really powerful models. But a lot of those revolve around a region, uh, a geography or uh, an occupation like a police or firefighters or something like that, yes. teachers. Um, but in that regard, it can be seen to be a little bit of a cottage industry. Yeah. Now, we don't want it to be a cottage industry. We want it to be a national proposition. There were great iconic mutual names 30 years ago that mm. people have forgotten. AMP, Colonial mm. Mutual, National Mutual. Mercantile These were mutual. fantastic. Yes, national icons, but they demutualized, corporatized um, 30 uh, odd years ago. And that Mm. didn't work out very well for communities, shareholders, uh, staff. We believe that this proposition is really strong, but to make that proposition, we wanted to make a national brand that people would know and people would come to love. And it would be an iconic brand and it would be a natural counterweight to say the listed banks. And when you think about the listed banks, you might think Commonwealth Bank or Westpac. But if you think about the mutuals, there's no brand that readily sits out. So People First um, is hopefully that brand. And we we think it's a great nod to the past and the heritage of both organisations. People First was obviously the byline of heritage. People's Choice um, is the name of uh, People's Choice Credit Union. Um, Merging them both together and coming up with People First Bank, uh, I think is, is... fairly smart really mm-hmm. and it's a good acknowledgement of both brands um, and it does importantly say what we do we we strive to put people first we strive to think about the customer uh, in, at the end of the transaction revolve our business around what does the customer want at the end of every meeting board meeting committee meeting executive meeting we have what's called a, a MAC moment a me- the member assurance check is what we call it. And we say, and we take it in turns, but we say, if there was a member sitting around the table at this meeting, what would that reaction be? Have we done the right thing by that member? Would that member think we are running the bank in their best interest? Or have we taken a decision that we think isn't in the member's best interest? Now, that's a difficult thing to do. Yeah. Some, some decisions commercially are hard to make, but they have to be made for uh, a, a a longer term horizon. Uh, And members can't always see that, but we always have that hat on to say, if they are 
if it is a tougher decision, how do we justify that? How do we explain that? How do we communicate that? That's great to hear. And obviously very much thinking of the person that has got their money invested with you is uh, such a, a wonderful, uh, refreshing thing to hear when it's coming to our banking industry. Uh, you mentioned we spoke about that iconic logo with the uh, the gates, uh, and now there's a new logo. And uh, I know you're quite excited about that new logo as well. We are. Um, we look. It, it's two things in that in that brand, uh, and people might not have seen it um, quite as quite as uh, frequently yet. And it will come out uh, over the next little while. But People First Bank, uh, the colours are important behind that. Uh, it is um, what some people might say it's royal blue, but we actually call it ribbon blue. And ribbon blue for a reason. It personifies that ribbon that you used to win if you won the, the race or yes. you've, you've got the, the winning uh, prize at the Toowoomba show. It's that blue ribbon, that blue first. Um, and that's, that's the significance of the colour. The icon of the P, you've got to look at that. So it is a P, but it has one uh, in it. So the one is in that space of the P. Once you see the one, um, you won't not see it. It's a little <laughs> bit like the Tobler One chocolate. If you yeah, look at yeah. there, there's a there's a, a bear yes. um, in the Tobler One, which nobody saw mountain. for years. Nobody <laughs> saw. So it's the one that's in the in the space of the P, uh, which personifies people first. Okay. A couple of uh, last things uh, before we wrap up. Uh, two things that you've always been at the forefront of. And you, you mentioned the uh, Toowoomba show. We'll come back to that in a moment. But uh, technology, uh, you, you know, never afraid to be embracing the latest technology. And I remember you, uh, you know, showing off the uh, the, the digital wallet uh, that was attached to your Fitbit and being able to pay with things like that, which was, you know, ahead of its time, even just a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, does that remain a part of the focus moving forward with uh, the new uh, the new name? It, it does. Um, and we've got a massive investment in technology. Uh, and a, a lot of this is like a building a home. It's yeah. a, a lot of that's in the foundation. You don't necessarily see it yeah. at the moment. But we're building a, a brand new a banking app, brand new internet banking that will support the People First brand. Um, and that will be out in the market a, a little later this year um, with all the latest security features, all of the latest uh, um competitive advantages and benefits in, in the app. So the technology investment that's required in banking now is quite phenomenal. That's really the reason for the merge. Yep. Uh, we've, we've got to have that scale, but that scale will come uh, and bring a lot of other benefits uh, along the lines of um, the best technology and simple products, easy to use, that work, that are up all the time, uh, that you can contact people you can get uh, an experience from the branch to the contact centre to do it yourself. It will all be the same. How fantastic. And the other thing, of course, your involvement in the local community, which has been extensive from the Heritage Bank to Woomba Royal Show to uh, your involvement with the Carnival of Flowers, uh, sponsorship of things like Oz Harvest and so forth. You, you really have you know, shown a, a wonderful community spirit there. And again, something that I'm assuming continues on as part of your plan. Most definitely. And it's part and parcel of what we put in the merger proposition that we intend and we are currently doing, uh, investing a, a proportion of our um, earnings back into community. Um, it it's, revolves around this concept of doing good and being a bank that's renowned for doing good and always doing the right thing. Um, now that will be personified in a lot of different ways, but 
evidenced through our continued commitment um, to community, local community, not just in Toowoomba, but in Adelaide and the other regions that we operate in. You know, in Adelaide, um, again, best of, of both organisations, we established the uh, Heritage Charitable Foundation in 2018. That's done wonderful work and that's extending across our, our footprint now. But People's Choice had this fantastic um, community lottery uh, where over $1 million has been put back into the community uh, every year through this lottery, which is quite simple that we administer the lottery, uh, we put the prizes up for the lottery, but everybody that registers for the lottery, local um, sporting groups or whatever, they get all the proceeds from the ticket sales. So everything goes through, goes back to uh, the communities that are selling the tickets and there's fantastic prizes. This is a really iconic community um, offering, and we're going to bring that national as well. That is absolutely fantastic to hear. And just finally, as I, I sit here and I, I look out one side of my windows here and I look at that beautiful uh, copper facade, the, the the one that we all know of the Heritage uh, Building now and uh, now the you know uh, People's uh, Choice uh, Building, I suppose. Will it have time to be renamed? Because is it right that it's been announced that you're going to a new venue, you're going to have a new uh, set we of are. offices. and just uh, down uh, in Ruthven Street, the old yep. shrine site yes. is, is our new site, so we're busily working out the plans for that uh, at the moment. Yeah, I think Ruthven Street will have time to be re-signed. We've got a couple of big assets um, that need to be uh, re-signed um, early in the new year. One is the Heritage Bank Stadium down at Carrara. Um, now that needs to be renamed to yeah. People First Stadium. Um, People's Choice were the sponsor of Western Bulldogs yes. football team, AFL. Uh, this year that's the coaches sponsorship. So that People First banner will be um, on the coaches box. So we'll start to see um, a, a bit more of those sponsorship assets being being uh, rebadged. Uh, the main building in because uh, we've got joint head offices in Adelaide and in Toowoomba. Yes. So the Toowoomba head office probably will be uh, renamed. That heritage sign uh, needs a refresh. So the new ribbon blue will look really great up there. Um, the Flinders Street office and then maybe a couple of the major branches and then there will be a gradual rollout over um, 24-25. Fantastic. Well, a very exciting future and uh, from what a history. I mean, they're from the Toowoomba Permanent Building Society in 1875 to now the People First Bank and still uh, centred right here in the Garden City, which is just wonderful. It's a, it's a magnificent story. Uh, Peter Locke is the CEO and thank you for sharing that story with us. Uh, it is just amazing to to hear it and very exciting to see the future of where you go from here. So uh, all the very best with the the new uh, logo, the new name, the new premises here in Toowoomba and, of course, expansion right across the country. What an amazing local success story it is. And that's why we do these podcasts, Our Stories, so, so that you get the story behind the name that you know and you trust. And so you should. Uh, again, Peter Locke, thank you very much. Thanks, Lee.